Hello, Miss Tish. This Hello. is Shiloh's, Shiloh's uh, plug for our <laughs> plug. Well, our plug, no, but she takes care of Shiloh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> here's the thing, is if, if she doesn't take care of Shiloh, Shiloh don't look like this. That's very true. You're the reason why this yeah. man's gotten in a lot of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize, respectfully. <laughs> it's okay. I'm happy for that. So, yes, everybody, uh, this is my beautiful hair lady, the one that does... What you see here, the, the the nice piece of art that I wear, but she's a woman of many talents, you know. So let's so let's, let's go ahead and dive into that, you know. Let's tell the viewers and everybody what is your background, you know. So we come. Ooh, okay. So I have a previous law enforcement background. Um, also worked in security. Um, from there, that's when I think I just decided to do my own thing. And got into hair business, started doing um, t-shirts and apparel, keepsakes and candles. Mmm. Okay. I like that. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Yeah, that, that, that kind of escalated quickly over there. I was like, okay, hair. Yeah, but I was like, impressive right. That's so... I guess the question is like law enforcement security. So you were like on like the the service and protection side of things. Yes. So what got you into like okay, I want to go and like go into like whole like, entrepreneurship, like more beauty, more like apparel, like more like art, art like, I guess artistic. Like what got you into that? Like what that transition? Um. So I would say I've always done hair as a side hustle. Um, and that's just always been my thing. It paid for cosmetology school, and that's when I knew that it would work. Okay. Um, from there, I think when I was working at the county hospital, I worked there about 12 years. Mm. And so I just got tired of, you know, asking for permission. Can I take a day off? Um can I use the restroom? I feel that. Feeling like a little kid, like, oh shoot, my supervisor's coming and put my phone up. Yeah. Even though I was a supervisor. Um, but I just got tired of it. And so I just decided I was just gonna take a chance on myself and started entrepreneurship. Mm, I like that. I, just, I feel <laughs> that I can I can uh, I can resonate with that. The having to feel like you're not your own person. Yes. Yeah, you want to be on your time. You want to be on your yeah. I got you. You always have eyes over your shoulders all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. All I, the time. I felt that one. I'm. I mean, and uh. And so is that where you guys met? Is the county hospital? No. 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 It's crazy. Um, we have a little small same circle. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, so funny enough to those that actually saw Will's, Will, Will Bill's podcast, Will was actually the one that connected. Okay. Yeah. Her, her and I through, like I said, the small circle because she previously worked at the security security job that I do, being at the county hospital, and you know, so, so certain people, no matter what I did, even from apparel to braids, it, it was like somebody, somebody just knew her name. Yeah, we just had a. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but um but 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 yeah but somebody always knew of her and i was like huh you know what i saw her praise i was like look let me go get some work and, and and when i say this woman right here everybody she's she takes her time she's methodical with what she do this woman doesn't miss you know any type of artistic points that you want i go to her some days and i'm just like 
you know what, just whatever comes up on your mind, go ahead and do. Because normally, you know, you go to a braider or somebody, you just, hey, I, I need this 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 design or something like that. Nah. I, I come with her. I sit down. I'm already on Netflix watching right. on TV, trying to search for a comedy show while she's ready to do it. So, yeah, like I said, that's really that's really, that's, that's, that, that's, that, that's really comfortable. And random, then, random question. So, what is uh, what would you say your title is? Is it braider? Or is it hairstylist? What is that title? I would say I'm a serial entrepreneur. Serial entrepreneur. Okay. Because <laughs> he said hair lady and then braider. Yeah. I'm just thinking there's hairstylist. Well, you've been to college school, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I was hairdresser yeah. so if you had a title yeah. that you like going by yes i um out of the cosmetology world because cosmetology covers like facials eyelashes um massage therapy like it covers okay. everything yeah in the beauty industry gotcha. um so that's kind of like the highest you can get but then if you want something specific then you'll go like esthetician or something like that gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. but i'm just a braider gotcha okay braider. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> i love that point with it so let's see um with all the things that, that, that you do, because you did mention candles, uh, well, when did you get get, get into candles? Because, like I said, you you know you go from security to hands on being a braider, you know, getting into shirts. But then, hold on, candles. That's that's kind of in like the house decor, the type of feel or whatever. So, what what, what got you into that? Um, my mind's always going. I'm always thinking of what's next, what's the next thing, and so for me. And then I like to think outside the box. So um, everybody has just basic, regular candles. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder if, you know, I can come up with something different. And so I found this guy on Facebook, and um, he actually was a candle chef. And he was teaching how to do dessert candles. And so oh. that's where I got it. Dessert candles. So I like actual, like... So I'll show you. Like, is there like like smell? Like that's about a whip. Oh, here. Oh, it's Saturday, so you know we're gonna do breakfast. Ooh. So that's for me. Oh, is that a milk and cereal candle? Oh, that. Wow. This one's my favorite. But oh my. Oh my. This one's yours. You can pass it down. Oh, I will. These are super creative. Oh my goodness, what is? That's. I'm telling. This for you. So cinnamon toast crunch. Um, oh, so you don't have to, cool. you can just burn your calories. <laughs> you can just burn that is That's like the ultimate tease. Like, right. imagine, like imagine someone's on a diet and you just put this on right. and you're just like, <laughs> here you go. Like, I, I love this spoon decoration uh, for, for all the viewers and everybody. I do are. like that. That's yeah. cool. That's really, really cool. That's really creative. That yeah. I'm I'm talking about from the details. She even has like the little little cinnamon flaky little <laughs> little. No, that's what I was looking at because I was like, wait, is that like? And I saw the little candle, and I was like, okay, cool. That's really, really dope. So how how many different types of you know ideas have you already came up with so far? So I see cinnamon toast you for know. the candles. Mm -hmm. Um, I have Fruit Loops. I have nachos. I have cinnamon buns, sweet potato pie. Like oh my, just almost yeah, like. <laughs> whatever comes to mind or whatever's out there fragrance rice you you give me some tacos it's over right a little, little bit of taco <laughs> tuesday what, what smell is that though are you that's <laughs> good <laughs> oh never mind yeah right yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 i don't think about that that's not too much noise no you're good it's a okay 
Bring it no, on that's, out. That's dope, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, I gotta get it. We'll pass this around so you can smell it. <laughs> so she looks like she has a caramel apple candle, everybody. Yes, yes, My yes, God. yes. <laughs> My God. Dude, this reminds me of, like, do you remember the uh, the candy apples that you used to get from, like, Rocky Mountain or, like, mm-hmm. I don't know this is like my childhood right here. That's yeah. my really <laughs> so we're gonna, this all the time. we're gonna have to order one then. Thank you. I thought my mom would be mad at me if I brought that home. Was I? <laughs> my mom would be mad at me if I brought that home. No. Sure. Right? And I put it on and she's like, did you bring candy apples? I'm like, no, it's the candles. No, it's just <laughs> a candle, yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful, bro. That used to be what me and my mom say. We used to go get those little candy apples covered in caramel mm-hmm. at Ontario Mills. Yes, yeah. that's my story. What? <laughs> This is that's awesome. Yes, indeed. Like, like I that's said, amazing. we will we will leave this right up here. It's gonna be for one of our ending pictures as well oh, to yeah, show definitely. off to the people. But wow, this right here that that's, that's awesome. setting the tone. That that is thinking outside the box, and that's a blessing for. Uh oh. If you want to oh. light the um, the apple while we're here, that way you guys. Oh, oh you, you want me to light that? I haven't heard that term oh, since high school. Oh, yeah, we got matches. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my she, bad. Just passed, she passed this out. So. I was, uh, I was getting my lighter. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. You have to get ready. I got the fanny pack. Are you trying to spark the apple? I got you. Spark the apple. Like I said, I'll do the honor. I'll do the honor. I didn't think I was going to feel this nostalgic. No. <laughs> you know, create the vibe. Just light like it, just like that. That's beautiful. I'm about to be getting hungry. Watch. Huh. <laughs> We're about to be smelling right, right here. All right, all right. That was a pleasant surprise. That thank was. you for, yeah, thank course. you for showing us that. Yeah. You know, um, and I. I remember previously talking to you earlier. Are you into car seats or stuff like that? Also, mm-hmm. do you also do? Yeah, it's pretty much if you have the idea, I could just bring it to life. So Ooh. that's my. So you're the architect. Yes. You're the architect. Yeah, you just tell me, and then I'll try to make it happen. Make it happen, yes. Captain. Yes. That's, <laughs> come on now, people. I'm trying to. We're trying to put y'all on some game here. There's, there's literally people within our community here. You don't gotta go, you know, go elsewhere. You feel me? Go anything else? You, you come home to your, to your local. You know, beautiful yes. lady here, local mama. And we gonna make it right. I love details too. Yeah. And the little ribbon on this is like, just like, I think it's just cool. The whole thing, the little details. Thank you. I, I, yeah. I like it. I try yeah. to color coordinate. Yeah. <laughs> you try to color coordinate. So would this be would this be one of your funnest ideas, or do you have a project, something that you do that 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 you consider it just your ultimate joy, or is everything kind of the same? So I would say um, braiding is my therapy. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Um, I like it because it's kind of like one on one. Even though I'm standing behind the person. We can talk about anything. You can feel like you're writing in a book just because you don't have to look at me when you're talking. So to me, I, that's my passion. That's my therapy. Um, and then when it comes to candles, candles is more fun just because, as you see, the presentation. So it's kind of like, again, thinking out the box, doing something different. Um, and then also making like T-shirts. That's just fun to me. That's just something I just love to do. But with mm-hmm. T-shirts, it's T-shirts, socks, it's 
custom items like this, you know, just taking okay. something that has like a blank canvas. This is a snow globe um, tumbler. Oh, that's a snow. A snow globe tumbler. So you know how like back in the day, like, yeah, little yeah. kids. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. You just um, made that though. Yeah. So, like I said, it's just, it's really like no limit when it comes to crafting. <laughs> I just mean it's for like everything. Like, I'm, it's gonna make money. I'm telling <laughs> That's really cool. So, this is like the cool part I'm taking from it is you're a very, very artistic person. Yes. So, obviously, like you said, you had a law enforcement security background. When you were in that the whole time, like, was this there or like did this come like, did you finally see just click? I think it just. So, before it was about like money. I mean, obviously, it still is. Yeah. But um it was just making the money but i just kind of felt like i wasn't myself okay this i'm able to express myself i'm able okay. to put myself into what i'm doing at work you're trying to like please somebody and hopefully i can you know i'm the teacher's pet or whatever you know and it's yeah. like when you're doing your own thing when you're your own boss you can have free reign over yeah. it. You can, hey, let's try this. And yeah, exactly. You can do it, yeah. Exactly. You can't fire That's cool. yourself. That's really cool. Because <laughs> it's very rare where you find, like, not to say like guitar, but like you find people that are truly artistic. Like what you showed me here, what you showed me with that, like with the work you did with our socks, like mm -hmm. you really are like an out-of-the-box thinker. Like you really, really do think about stuff mm -hmm. and just like see if it works and make it happen. And that's cool to see. Yeah. You need people like that. You need a lot of people like that. It's inspiring too. It is. Yeah, it's inspiring because it's like, because I got a couple of things going for me too, and I'm like, and she's got like, <laughs> like what, what else can I do? Like, right, right, right. You know, let me step up real quick. Like, we were just talking about that too. Uh huh. Yeah, I think we were just talking about this too. Yeah. It's cool. No, I feel really cool to see because it's just like you took this kind of like, you what well, you made it was like money, but then it was kind of like your like uh, your therapy, mm -hmm. and now you kind of turned into this business. And it's like the best of both worlds because you're mm -hmm. making the money from it, but you're getting to be yourself. You're not having someone uh, critique it or say like, oh, it's not good enough. Like exactly. it's like you're you're the one that has control over what you put out. So that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool to hear. Yep. And then and then for, for myself, it, if I didn't mention it already, people, I will mention it again. I'll probably mention it every single time we have the cast. This lady right here is behind the Ascended Cast Apparel will be for the foreseeable future for everything that we put out from our socks the jackets which by the way the, the jackets are a big hit if you haven't yeah. seen them already mm -hmm. they are beautiful they're amazing and like i said we're going to be messing around people we're going to have different types of clothing I, I different types up. of texture i, I worked out mine on wednesday and i haven't laundry yet so <laughs> oh, yeah, <it's, laughs> i wanted to wear it it's okay brother like i don't know how this like it's so comfortable yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the best part about it is like it's very hard to find a hoodie where like it's not too like thick to where like you just feel like you're mm -hmm. really hot and like it where like it's a car to breathe in it. Mm -hmm. So like the one that you made that was perfect because it's very very breathable. You're still warm and it's comfortable. Like thank you. I do a lot of research. They like my friends. They call me the research queen because I just Ooh. I'm always like. Especially if someone brings me an idea, I'm like, hmm. And then I, you know, study my competition, so I'm like, mm -hmm. hmm, okay. And then I just get on my research, mm -hmm. read reviews, and that's good. Yeah, test it yeah. out. Just how I did with the like the hoodies. It was just like, let me throw these in here and see if they like it. And they hit. I'm, <laughs> you, I'm telling you right now, they 
they hit for that. And, and, and for anybody that wants anything, you go to the Ascendant, Ascendant Cast page. Just send us a message. The pricing will be available upon to you. My, my little director of merchandise over here will we'll get back to you. <laughs> I will, I will yeah. definitely be back. <laughs> Responses is fast. Yeah, Unless I'm at work. Hit you at lunch. But besides that, yeah, that's everything there. That's one of the reasons why. <laughs> yeah, I'll get back. I'll, don't worry, I'll get back to you. <laughs> we all have Shala's that. over here if we could like, take eight hours to respond. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm over here. Just... Say, we can link our uh, our Instagrams, right? But yeah, like, yeah. We can link the Instagram. Like I can log in and link. Yeah, he already has it. So uh, I gave it to him what, last week. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll give it to you after this one. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Got you, b <laughs> all right i want to i want to transition over because we were just talking about you know your background you know you're um you're a hard-working woman you're dedicated you're you're doing all these vast things but there's another integral part about yourself while you're doing all these things you know you're talking about all these different things you have a really another big job and that's you're a, you're a single mother so you yes. know to talk to us about that you know really really kind of tell people what it's like to not only be a single mother but to be an entrepreneur as well you know like to have that courage what what did it take for you and how has that road been for yourself um <clears throat> okay so a little personal um i have five kids my oldest is 23 and my youngest is two Wait, how old are you Hey up there. Okay. Uh, I'm, just saying, I'm 42. There's no way. Yeah, I'm 42. There's no way. <laughs> really? So you're your own boss. <laughs> you have five children, and you look 30. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Everyone tap in. What's your secret? Yeah. We're fucking doing. Like, All right. Water. So what's your skincare routine? Water. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, you look very, very good. Thank you. you look very, very good. I have not guessed that. Yes. <laughs> Made props. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, so I have my kids. Um, the first, I have, I call them first and second generations. Um, so the first ones are 23, 19, and 15. And so with them, I was working the whole time, like my whole life. So I'm working overtime, still doing hair on this side. So I was kind of away from them more, even though I was there, like still taking them to their games, just running around crazy, right? Um, But then once I had my um, second generation, which is seven and two, I'm like, now it's kind of time for me to like slow down a little bit. Plus, you know, I'm getting older. I want to, I've been sacrificing all my life. Um, but what can I do that where I'm still sacrificing, but still doing something that I love. Mm-hmm. And then that's when, um, you know, thank God for COVID when COVID happened, cause it kind of forced everything to just stop. Um, and at the time no one was doing hair. So I'm like, what am I going to do? You know, I had just quit my job in 2019 and mm-hmm. then COVID happened. Mm-hmm. And so, wow. um, that's when I was just on the computer, starting researching. Um, I'm like, <clears throat> doing t-shirts everybody was like oh you know it's oversaturated and this and that so I'm like okay well besides t-shirts what else can I do you know so I just um just started doing a whole bunch of different things like that but to um manage if you will kids and entrepreneurship it's not for the week mm-hmm. it, it's not hard I mean it's not easy I'm sorry <laughs> um it's definitely a challenge I'm not gonna say it's easy my kids feel like oh mom you got it you know but if you let it it can kind of like take you to places where you don't want to be because now it's like I don't have a check coming in if I don't work I don't eat you mm-hmm. know so 
those are the other side that people don't talk about mm -hmm. um especially like i said if you're not clocking in and out that's more that's guaranteed you know you're gonna have this money coming in so you kind of don't worry about it mm -hmm. um but then like in the situation i'm in now i'm just like what else can i do so i'm always trying to think of like residual residual income um ideas and then i try to pick things where if it's going to be hair what all can I do in the hair industry? Okay, I can braid, I can sell products, I can make apparel, I can, you know, so that it all has at least like three or four different streams of income. Mm -hmm. So that's exactly. pretty much. Me and my girlfriend we were literally just talking about this and how like she, cause she's clocked, she clocks in, clocks out and mm -hmm. she gets her, her set check. And I'm like, look, like that felt very limiting to me. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, you, you, you taking that on, especially right before COVID happening, like, same exact thing with me. I quit my job. I quit my career right before COVID. Mm -hmm. And it was like a shitty time, but a perfect timing, just like you said, right. because everything slowed down. And then I, it gave me like the opportunity to like go, what am I going to do now? Mm -hmm. Like, cause like I'm not clocking in <laughs> anymore. And if I don't work, I don't eat, mm -hmm. you know, and if I'm trying to take care of my um, significant other, trying to move out. Um, it's highly stressful and I'm not even doing that with children. So I can, I, I, I give you, I literally give you the most, praise right now and i have like the utmost admiration um because that right there i know i've been in my car like literally in tears mm -hmm. like because it's so stressful mm -hmm. yeah. and so for you to do that and pull through that just gave me like a kick in the ass like it's like dude yeah so it's like i love i love hearing your story because i'm able to empathize but but really be able to be inspired by it because um i don't have as much on my plate yeah. whatsoever yeah it's a good old saying like as hard as you think it is someone else has it harder mm -hmm. yeah exactly so i'm like thank you for sharing that because yeah, it, it really did help me no, out right I, and i agree like you said <clears throat> let alone like you said being a mom having a family being an entrepreneur it's not easy it's not for anyone just for anybody so all the struggle like you said you don't have that guaranteed paycheck mm -hmm. uh -uh. um if you're not working or if you're not if where your businesses are if you're not operating like you're not making money and there'll be some months where it's just like <clears throat> things you can't control mm -hmm. because things you completely can't control and you're just like okay well how that like how am i going to do this mm -hmm. and so and that's where the creativity steps yeah. in. yeah and you can see it in your work yeah. your creativity is on point like and it's literally <laughs> like zooting everywhere yeah. so like i this is this is dope i didn't even know this like, yeah so <laughs> no that, and that's a cool part like i i love like you you were on last week's uh, like episode and it was very different but like the conversations that we're having right now are like what this podcast should be exactly mm -hmm. what i want it to be so like to hear this is like cool because like he said it's like kicking my ass and like okay yeah, there's some shit I have going on, but like obviously, like I can keep doing more. Like you have mm -hmm. five kids. Five people you're responsible for. It's just, it's just so amazing. Yeah. Like to hear, I'm like, geez, man, like, like I could get another job right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and it comes inside of it, like, cause like I'm in, the, I'm in both of them right now, so I do I do a weekend job. Um, over here at San Manuel, okay. and that's just um, I got to a point where like I'm a personal trainer, and making the money that I make is comfortable. Mm -hmm. But we are we're all in California, and we're all seeing the prices go up. We're seeing things get more expensive. It got to a point where like I have to figure out, okay, like what can I do that's an offset? And it was me looking at my schedule and saying, okay, I don't have a lot of people training on Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. So what can I find? to where I can use that time to make a little more money to get me ahead in the future. And that's kind of what I think I've been doing since September. 
So ever since September, like I've been using that money I make there. That's my spending mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. So that's the money I use to like go buy food or like if I want to go out and do something. Like that's what that is. And my training money is strictly just getting stacked right now. So mm-hmm. that's like I, I get it because if I didn't have that that mm-hmm. nice uh, paycheck, I'm probably not in the same situation I'm in right now. So mm-hmm. it's ch- it is tough. It is really tough. And even in how you were saying, how you were speaking with your girlfriend, even in a relationship, because I get help with my kids, you know, so I'm not going to act like I'm this superhero, but, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, their fathers are involved in their life, but it does take a strain on your relationship when one person is trying to be an entrepreneur and the other person just clocks in and out. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother podcast, but, yeah, <laughs> but no, it, but it, it's it, true. Yeah, yeah, it's so good because it's foreign. You're not even yeah. speaking the same language, you know, Ooh, and like you it. have to isolate yourself so many times, you know, and they don't understand that. It's like they want this time. They want this and that. And it's just like, just give me three months to myself. Mm-hmm. I got you, mm-hmm. you know, just give me this time, though, you know. But mm-hmm. if you don't have someone that can understand that or doesn't support you, it's hard. And that's where I got lucky is because she, um, she thankfully, she's been around like uh, entrepreneurs her in her family and stuff like that when it comes to other um, types of entrepreneurship and so she's she gets it um and she actually she actually wants uh she's starting her own candle thing too um i sent her a bunch of pictures like i was like look what you like, <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the type of shit that i like <laughs> um, but, um, she uh she she gets it she understands it um as much as she can and she 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 reminds me that she um understands that like uh how stressful it can be she's like i couldn't do it she's like i wouldn't want to do it mm-hmm. she's like I, I like the the uh, um she's like i don't mind having a boss and that's where our minds are completely different mm-hmm. she doesn't mind going in and having a boss and doing her job like that but i was like fuck having a boss mm-hmm. fuck anyone yeah. telling me what to do fuck being on other people's <laughs> time fuck all that shit i will yeah. the stress that i accumulate from what i do now is a beneficial stress rather exactly. than a stress of feeling limited and trapped and this and that and like I know I can do more. And it's no cap. Yeah, there's no cap, mm-hmm. no cap on mm-hmm. it. There's no cap to it. And it no cap. It's just time. No it's cap. just it just takes time. Yeah. And that's people it. people don't, people don't people don't people don't get that. The time that it takes. Like I've literally been doing this for three years now and I'm finally to a point where I'm back to where I was before I, I quit my mm-hmm. job. Like being able to support mm-hmm. myself. Three years. Mm-hmm. And I knew when I quit, I was like, this is gonna be this is gonna be a process. Like, you know. And then and then for, for for you, real quick to to some of the viewers uh, to some of the viewers that don't know, what was your previous job? I was a firefighter. I had I literally had a pension retirement. Could have been in Anaheim City right now, fucking doing the thing and making over a hundred grand and mm-hmm. taking these dope ass vacations, being on my own, this and that. But like, I knew that my purpose in life was not that, and I could have done it. I was good at it. Um, but it's just I, I was living a, a false identity. It was like this identity gap that I was consistently having to portray over here and then who I was over here. And it's like the the stress, the subconscious stress I had on my back because I had family's names on on my back. It was like a it was very like it's very political. Mm-hmm. And if you fuck up, you're blackballed, <laughs> you're you're out of here. It spreads like wildfire. Yeah. And me, you guys know me, I'm <sighs> I'm I'm fucking I'm crazy. I like child. I like going. Yeah. To wild child. I'm wild child. Like and you have to be a public uh, servant. You have to be a public image. You're you're in a noble position. You're in a, in like you know I'm out like when I was younger. Like you know partying, doing drugs, and doing all this shit. And like 
And like, if I get caught up, it's that I'm done. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather pull the plug now on my own time than fuck everybody else's like reputation and and be in this whole turmoil and like all this and that. it was just, it was a very... Um, it was almost like it was someone else's, like, life that you were living. For like, sure. Someone, else, someone else's version of what they wanted for your life. For sure. Yeah. Like, my parents, and they wanted the best for me, but, yeah. like, um, as soon as I, I opted out, like, it was like, what the fuck, dude? You had everything going mm-hmm. for you, yeah. and you're choosing... Because they didn't realize, because I was like, oh, I'm, I'm just teaching classes and being a personal trainer now, and I went from... You know, firefighter money to fucking $200 a week. And it's like, it's like, uh, trust me on this, guys. I got this. And like, hard, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I had to tell him straight up, like, look, you're not changing my mind. Like, yeah. uh, like I'm going to figure it out. But, like, you're not changing my mind. And this is how it's going to be. And, like, they would talk shit. And, like, you know, make me feel like shit. And, like, that's a whole other fucking podcast. Um, but, like, stepping out into that space was allowing me, like you said, no cap of creativity. Like, mm-hmm. How creative can I get to make myself where I want to be? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's why I have four different sources of income right now, too. I do personal training, massage therapy. Um, I do other things, and then I sell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, I, you know, yes. I have to make my money. You know what yes, I mean? Absolutely. I don't sell things that kill people. Let's just say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I sell medicine. <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, I also make a magnesium water supplement. And it's like... Um, it's one of those things where it's like I I, I, I would research competition like you as well mm-hmm. and do my do my due diligence on that and then be like, okay, how can I make that product my own without, you know, stealing the whole, you know, concept. Mm-hmm. And so like that led me down a route. Now I have, you know, opportunities down in Murrieta uh, for an organic juice company. Mm-hmm. And if I wouldn't have stuck with that water back when I did, yeah, I wouldn't have gotten right. your little supplement. Yeah. That might be why my brain's working so good today. Oh, oh, yeah. You, you drink some, oh, yeah. You drink some juice? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Juice. Yeah, see, I make this juice, yeah. too, for, like, uh, you can use it if you're sick. You can use it if you go party. You can use it if, like, you know, you're just so stressed out. It's just, like, this little cocktail of, for your adrenal glands and your liver and, like, your, your nervous system. And so it's, like, that's what I nerd out in. And so, like... We love it. That's, yeah. uh, that's yeah. going to be the uh, official sponsor of uh, any Ascended activities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ascended activities. Yes. Extracurriculars. Yeah. Yeah. I call that drink the elixir of life, people. That's yeah. that, that, that's its name, and I've been drinking that son of a gun since last Coachella. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> let, let me tell you, and and it's actually a good ro- uh, a good replacement of the electro... Oh, like electrolytes and Pedialyte and mm-hmm. things like that, because a lot of those are just like sugar sugar water mm-hmm. with like you know dyes and things like that and it's like it has a good concept but it's just like a little bit more like taxing than not it doesn't really do as much as it says mm-hmm. and so like if you just use nature's you know qualities of like because it's like coconut oil or not coconut oil excuse me coconut water orange juice magnesium water and it just depends on what kind you get too because sources matter mm-hmm. quality matters you know mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. so like um that's another thing too is i, I can't like I, I go for quality rather than you know quantity because exactly. that makes the difference people see it like obviously your, your quality and like you could you could be pumping out like you know bullshit and people will probably still buy but you're you know you're gonna mm-hmm. get returned so it's all about the energy of exchange exactly you know so like money is like the lowest exchange of energy it's your time that you put in that will represent that what you give what you get back kind of deal so mm-hmm. yes. i like that is there is there an idea right now that you that or idea or ideas that you're kind of pondering right now is there another field that that, that you want to dive in also or are you 
are you kind of okay where you're at right now? No, I don't think I'll ever be okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you um, go. Yeah. <laughs> Same. I think um, next, I just want to like teach people what I know. Mm, and yeah. get paid mm. for it. You know how they say Mentorship? The, yeah, the game is to be sold, not to be told. Yeah. And I'm very like transparent on, mm. I'll tell you anything. You know, I don't, I don't care about that, but um, why not get paid for it? Yeah, for sure. Because people want to know. You can save them time. For sure, and, you know, spreading the love will also like like people will will remember that, and then it'll come back to mm -hmm. It'll come exactly. back, and then you're you know you're damn good at what you do. Might as well like you know like uh, put people on game, mm -hmm. and then like what what they do with it is what they do with it. There's not the, the competition's uh, not real. It's exactly. fabricated. Like mm -hmm. it, things might be saturated, but it's like um it's just what you do to separate yourself and like you giving back or mentoring people will will come back tenfold mm -hmm. for sure because like that's what i want to do too i want to start mentoring people in some in some ways mm -hmm. but i gotta figure out how and you know put myself in position to do so. exactly that yeah. i think mentorship is like one of the keys to the next level of of getting where, whenever you step into an expertise mm -hmm. um you've done it for so long you're like i gotta start giving back because there's got to be more of us out there you know like, exactly especially nowadays like Right now, nobody, you know, necessarily wants to work, you know, with uh, um, certain jobs, like, but like, you know, if you can, if you can get creative and spread that, then we get more people and more people and that's just more connections, more connections. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. I like that. Pay it forward. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. now, now, for myself real quick, I have a quick question. Um, because, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about how you were saying how you, you persevered through a lot of this stuff as a single mother, as entrepreneurship. Can you tell me, um, was there ever a low point? You know, like at one of your lowest points, what got you out of that lowest point? If you do want to share, when was your lowest point during all of this? And then, and then like I said, what, what got you out? Whether it was the mentality, whether it was, like I said, people, etc. But what elevated you from that low point during this thing? Um, there's a lot of low points. Uh, especially when you're like in doing so many if you're not just doing one thing I think that it's going to be a lot of low points uh, when I reached my lowest point I want to say maybe after COVID when things started opening up because I retained all this information that I could do and I was doing it at home but now it's like what's your excuse now you got to go do it and I was afraid you know so it's always a me versus me um <laughs> you know competition and um you know and then you have to even though you have to study your competition you still have to be careful not to study them too much because you don't want to become them or feel like you're competing with them so you have to still find that balance you know um and just know that you know okay maybe i had 10 things to sell but i only sold one that but I was still able to give my cards out. That's still, you know, a connection that's still doing something, you know, but I'm looking at this person and, you know, they sold all ten and then now I'm feeling bad or I'm mm. feeling down, you know. And it's like so a it's just mode. Yeah. Mm, and yeah. then so like one thing I've been told in the past, um, I've had imposter syndrome, you know, and like I said, it's me versus me, you know, and I don't give myself enough credit. So I literally now what brought me out one was God because I've never felt depressed ever, but I felt like this is not me. I feel like, like, what am I doing? I second guess myself. I could just go to work and it'd just be so much faster. But every time I thought about why I quit, kept me going. 
you know, why I stopped working kept me going to, um, you know, doing the entrepreneur. But I, um, I have a whiteboard at home. And so what I do is instead of writing, I still write out everything I need to do, but I write down everything I accomplished for the day. So that Ooh. way I can see that I'm taking care of things because it's a such thing as being productive and staying busy. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I would stay busy and I yeah. haven't got nothing done. See, so, <laughs> you know, damn, I gotta start doing that too. Cause like, yeah. that is wow. <laughs> I just got wowed yeah, by start putting down everything you accomplished throughout the day because then it'll reflect on like, did you actually do shit? Exactly. Yeah. It's a self That's like, like it's a self accountability, and also it's like a, like a, um, like a, um, what is the word I'm looking for? You're like, you're letting yourself know you did do something mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. You're not you're not thinking like I didn't do enough. Exactly. Like, and there's always something to like do. Like an affirmation. It, yeah, yeah. Like reaffirming yourself. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It is definitely. But also re it's taking accountability too, because you're like, wait, I thought I was busy all day long, but I didn't really do too much. Mm -hmm. Like, and that that happens all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, that's that's I'm gonna start doing that. So thank it's you. Big. Yeah. No, big. I didn't want to touch because you, you brought up imposter syndrome. And it's funny because probably in our industry, that happens all the time. Um, just being, working with people, and then there's the social media scape of things. There's the like competitive thing of, of edge of it. And then, like you said, it's one of those things where like you look at what everyone else is doing. You look at what, how much money they're making or what they're, where they're in notification. You're like, oh damn, like, okay, what, am I doing enough? Or like, am I really good at this? Or like, is what I should be doing? And it's tough. That's a, that's a really, really tough thing to overcome. Uh, even till this day, like, I have a good grounding of where my base is at, but, like, sometimes it's hard not to look at what someone else is doing and be like, damn, like, I should be doing that. Or, like, damn, mm -hmm. like, that's what I need to be doing. So I get that. I get I get that whole, like, a posture syndrome is one of those things where I feel like if you're an entrepreneur, it's hard not to have it. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. hard not. If you're very serious about, like, where you want to be yeah, at, it's I was hard just about not to say that. that. Yeah. If you're serious about it and you're yeah. really, your heart's in it, and you're going to go through that phase of, like, yeah. the fuck am I really doing? It's going to be, right. like, an off and on battle. Yeah. 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 Like, you're going to have your days where you're going to be like, okay, I'm doing really good. Yeah. And then you're going to be like, damn, like, I didn't really, like, you said, like, I didn't do anything. Or, like, well, like, I, I feel like I should be doing more. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And one thing, I, uh, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. one Go thing ahead. that um, I learned too, like I said, I'm 42 and like I pay for mastermind classes. I like I pay sometimes for education outside of researching, sure. but sometimes it's like, I just need to get to it. You know, let's just let me pay, get it over with. Um, but I would always feel like, man, if I wouldn't have had kids or if I wouldn't have did this, you know, mm. I could be so much further. Mm -hmm. But the reality is I'm where I'm supposed to be. You know, I look at, um, and I have a thing I can show you guys, but the guy from Red Bull, I think he started when he was 60. No one really knows who he even looks yeah. like, but he, he knew how to that. market. Yeah, you know. So it's not about, you know, it's not an age thing. You know, mm -hmm. I look at it like the first 40 years of my life per, um, got me, set me up for the next 40 years of my life. For sure. Ooh. Yeah, I think there's like a, it's a video I've seen before. It's like Judge Judy, but she's like, if you don't make it in your 40s, you can make it in your 50s. If you don't mm -hmm. make it in your 50s, you can make it in your 60s. It's like, you just, <laughs> everything that you learn, you're going to take with you. Mm -hmm. And that's a really big thing. Like when I say people like need to be reflective, like you don't look back in the NBA like, oh, I wish I would have done this or I wish I would have done that. Look at it as like, okay, I did this. What did I take away and learn from it? Where is it going to put me now? Mm -hmm. Like if you have that mindset of like, I'm not going to be, Upset, I'm not gonna look back and be like, yeah, why did I do that? Or I was so dumb, or like that, and this makes me mad. It's like, okay, no, like it happened. You can't go back and change it, but.
but what you can do is use that and dictate what's going to happen now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like, well, where are you, where are you, where's, where is that, what's that memory, what's that experience going to take you to now, and where, where can it put you? So, that's beautiful. I guess that's beautiful that you have that mindset, like you said, 42, and like knowing that, like, you have full family, and you look at it, and you're like, you just keep moving forward. Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> that's really good to hear. I like that. See that? That's the blessing right there. And then, uh, so, sorry, I'm, 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 I want to get some thoughts from you. I feel like we've been doing talking. Shiloh, you've been a great monitor. Whoa, I'm going to say you've been a great monitor. You know, so, do you have any thoughts right now? You want to add on? You know, people, you see, this is fun for me. I, I get a laid back because then, not to say I'm not my own but entrepreneur because in private security, I, I do do private gigs. And then for myself, um, I'm at that stage, you know, I haven't taken that leap yet. So, I, I represent all the people that, we're, we're at the cliff, but certain things, so, so for myself, I'm not taking the jump yet until a few more things kind of connect while I still have my nine to five job that can elevate me to my full entrepreneur or my full, like, uh, my, my full private security thing in regards to like my armed security and everything else like that. few things I need to do to where once I have that to fully jump, then, then my nine to five won't be the nine to five that what it is that I'm, you know, kind of, uh, that, that that's my staple hold, like a mm-hmm. pillar, a pillar goes into something that is a want for me to what you're doing. So this is something that you have your stable, which is your personal, your uh, personal training, mm-hmm. everything else like that. But then you grow, then you, you start off with the braiding then from the braiding. Once that was sustainable, then you came to do everything else. So for myself, I love listening to all of this stuff from every avenue. Because mm-hmm. every one of you have different avenues that you've touched on for your entrepreneurial journey. Mm-hmm. That to like to, they're there to me. It's like I'm re- I'm ready to jump now. Like I like like listening to the cast. I'm ready to say fuck it. I'm jumping now. I think you kind of are with the cast too. With the you're stepping into it with like being like for the uh, talking about people with merchandise and things like that. Yeah, that's that, all good. That step that. right there is like you, you're pretty much started. Yeah, I want I want I want to give you your credits too. And say that the me being the one and me and Matt being the one that kind of started this out, and then you coming into it mm-hmm. in the past six seven months, you've taken great steps and forward into investing into this podcast, and mm-hmm. it feels like your own now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you've invested you and not just money, but your time, your effort, your energy, like that. You're very intentional with the podcast. That's the most important thing. And that's mm-hmm. so give your credit to like you are in the step of being an entrepreneur because you're putting time and energy. It's a building something and making it grow. So yeah. you are there. You are there. So you say they out here making me feel <laughs> good, man. You making me yeah. feel good. Yeah, yeah. Do some push-ups right now. Thank y'all so much. <laughs> Probably you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I actually do. <laughs> I don't know. I'll leave. I, I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> story time. So last time I saw this man in the gym, <laughs> we all had leggings together. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was the last time I've seen him. Yeah, and I, I, I haven't looked at the weights the same. I, I don't think I looked at a stairmaster in a minute. Yeah. But I'm coming back. I'm coming back. So I wanna, I wanted to touch on something because we touched on it earlier for you in regards to dating, being an entrepreneur, you know, single mother, etc. You know, not to go into your personal life right now or anything else, but can you tell me from the standpoint of from your perspective, especially as a woman entrepreneur, what are some factors 
that you're looking for? Like, are you looking for somebody right now? Or are you in that work phase to where I'm just here to provide, you know, live this life, accomplish what I want to accomplish, and maybe later down the road, maybe settle down. Where, where, where were you? <laughs> what's, that's that, what's that like? Um, That's kind of self-incriminating, but no, <laughs> <laughs> no um, I'm focused right now. Um, I'm really focused. Um, I don't want to be in a relationship right now. Um, I have relationships, not relations, mm -hmm. but um, I'm just trying to network. I'm just trying to, I'm like, I'm so focused right now. I'm like hyper-focused mm -hmm. on just this entrepreneur thing right now. And I'm trying to really just like body it. Mm. I like it. I like <laughs> I get that. No, no, no. See, that, 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 that was real. And after I feel like for some women, it's, it's especially now, you know, in our in our age, et cetera, because I've actually met some other women entrepreneurs and and they feel as though, you know, they let certain emotions, like they said, they may like this man, you know, and everything else, but they hold on to that and they limit themselves from taking maybe this step or the mm -hmm. time that that grind time, that quote unquote grind time it takes, they'll rather spend it over here with somebody else, which, yeah, they, they can fill that little bit of void. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you got to cut a certain tie or sometimes you, you got to tell yourself, yeah. which is a self-accountability that Mel was talking about. At some point, you got to tell yourself, as much as I may like this person or I like this or doing this, I got a goal to accomplish. Yeah. And to really be that entrepreneur, you got to step into your greatness. You can't step around the circle and act like you're doing something or you're participating. You got to step into it. So I, so, so I feel as though for you to, you say self-incriminate, but at the end of the day, it's you being honest with yourself. Yeah. And I feel like you, you speak for a lot of women that have done it. But like mm -hmm. I say, and especially for this cast to where this cast is for every day, mm -hmm. for all your average IE to, to around the country, to everybody that listens. I feel like, especially here, we are our own worst enemy in the IE. When you, when I talk to a lot of people, every single one of us can can, can actually have our own story to tell. We know a lot of people that that have that cap, mm -hmm. and I feel for for this uh, for this podcast, one of our quotes is going to be no hashtag no cap because mm -hmm. that's what you say. We shouldn't limit yourself. We exactly. shouldn't. We shouldn't. And like I said, the limits. People just think it is the nine to five job. Your limits can be family. Mm -hmm. Your limits can be. You know, your loved ones, it'd be drugs, whatever the case may be. You gotta find your limiters. Exactly. Working and your distractions. The, working for the weekend. I know a lot of people do that. They work nine to five to work for the weekend. Yep. Yeah. I like that. I like that. So you know what? That was that was a great little thing. And now since we're on this entrepreneur, we're on this business mindset, you know, my boy John over here, him and I, we kind of colluded on some scenarios. Okay. Colluded. <laughs> sound like we wrote the scenario. <laughs> yeah, we just, we just came up with three different scenarios that I'm going to, of course, ask my three entrepreneurs here. Or uh, we're going to ask your take on what would you do in okay. these certain instances, okay? <laughs> Let's go ahead and start this off, Miss Lady. So number one, what would you do if a client is late on a payment? Um, I would reach out to them and find out what's going on and, you know, just give them a chance. Everybody gets one chance. And after that, then just cut them. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Because there's no reason to, like, keep them around because then now it just shows you you have the potential to do it again. So, mm -hmm. and then, or in their mindset, well, you let me do it one time. I can do it again. Mm -hmm. Just cut it. 
Mm. You, <laughs> short and simple. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, in those situations, uh, there's there's a human side of it for me, so I always try to check in with them and just be like, hey, this is like I had to actually happen on Tuesday, so usually it's automatic payment. It comes on the fifth, and I was checking my books, and I was like, huh, that's two hundred and forty dollars I don't have. So uh, I went and looked, and I was like, okay, I didn't get it. And usually it's automatic. So I texted her, and I was like, hey, just a heads up. Um, I looked, and I saw the payment didn't go through. Um, just to give you a heads up, let me know um, if you need it, like if you need help or anything like that. Send it. She's like, okay, like, cool. So then, like literally, like two hours later, send it over. She's like, hey, my bad. Like I didn't know why I didn't send it over. Just send it over. So I was trying to be human about it. Um, there was a time, probably about like a year ago, where um, it was probably a certain like a certain arrogance to myself. I think just because like when you're making money, like it kind of just coming like you're just like, oh, like no, like they need to pay me. They need to just get on like be on top of it. I kind of look at it like I looked at them. I was like, oh no, like okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna schedule them or I'm not gonna book them. And I wouldn't even text them. I'd be like, hey, if you need to pay me, then you need to pay me. Mm-hmm. To where now it's like, okay, I have to understand. There has to be a human side of it. Like, yes, I need to get paid because it is my time. But to understand working with people, like, I think of all the things I have going on. They also have other things going on in their life. So I remember to be, hey, check in with them. Um, let them know, hey, I need, I need the payment. And then once it goes through, good to go. But if it's a con- like consistent thing, <laughs> that's not a good point. Yeah. Not a good point. Mm. Yeah, I think it, yeah, definitely, um, it depends on, like, the service, too, like, obviously, there's going to be people paying, like, right there and then, uh, or there's, like, deals you're making or whatever, but, like, if someone's late on a payment first time, cool, like, like we said, check in, see if anything's, uh, everything's okay, kind of see if they need help with anything, but um, if you give them that inch and they're taking the mile, um, it's interesting because I've been in situations where I'm, like, fuck, dude, like, I would love to cut this person, but I can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah like, it's so true. it's like, it's like that. That's the that's the shitty part about entrepreneurship too. It's like sometimes you have to deal with fucking like people that are just like, they don't respect your time. They don't respect your energy. They don't respect it because they don't have that same mindset or they don't understand. So it's like that concept in their mind is just not there. Mm-hmm. And so for me. For me, my big learning experience on that is communication because, like, for me, I know, like, my communication can come off a little hot, it can come off a little direct, it can come off, like, you know, and people, yeah. people are like, oh, like, oh, I don't want to fuck with you, I don't want to deal with that guy, what the fuck? And so, like, I had to learn, like, how to be um, professional, <laughs> but also establish boundaries, mm-hmm. and it's like, the establishing the boundaries and things like that is where, like, that comes into play, it's like, like, for example, or, like, people that will, um, they'll book with you, you put their, uh, their they have that, that hour or two-hour slot, and then they cancel, like, the same day, and it's, like, now I gotta be, like, okay, now I gotta ask for deposits, because if I don't ask for deposits, mm-hmm. then that can, there's no accountability, and if they don't show up, then they didn't show, and I yeah. still got something, exactly. you know, but now, because I have that time slot in my, in my calendar, like, blocked out, like, somebody else that could have used that could have been in that slot, and so it's, like, and it's funny when you start presenting people with like, you know, certain things like that and they're like, oh, um, oh yeah, let me go make sure I got everything squared away before we, you know, mm-hmm. s- like schedule something. I'm like, okay, now at least they're, they're, they're letting me know that they can't do it and they're not fucking wasting my time. Exactly. So it's like, there, there's like a lot of levels and like playing fields. You got to start playing with people because like, when, especially when it comes to money, that shit just gets weird and people get yeah. weird and shit. So like, you <laughs> what you said, uh. Like that, I've I've learned that cutback clients. I, I and you kind of basically summed it up with what you said. I'd rather really have my peace of mind mm-hmm. 
than having to play a guessing game. Mm -hmm. I get more stressed from having to think on the fly about something and having to plan ahead for something. Mm -hmm. I'd rather know that I'm not getting that 200 or 300 bucks next week than assume assume I'm gonna get it and then not get it and then have a freaking jumble around. Mm -hmm. So if I have someone I feel like it's gonna short me on money or if I feel like it's just not in a good space, I'd rather just be like, hey, you know what? I don't think this is gonna work out. this will be our last month. Yeah. yeah. Because I'd rather have my peace of mind than play this game of like, oh, what this person is. Because I've, I've taken it to where like, I'll look and I'll text a client and they won't text back about paying. And I take it to my other sessions. I'll be mad. I'll be irritated in my sessions. Not because of the, the, my client that I'm right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Not yeah. because of what they're doing True. right now, but because someone else. So it's yeah. like, right. I'd, rather, I'd rather have my peace of mind more than anything. Yeah. And uh, I can, I can um, second that. And knowing too, like all money's not good money because some mm-hmm. people they want to negotiate your price. Yeah. The price is the price, you know. And I'm mm-hmm. I try to work with people. I try to be as fair as possible. Mm-hmm. But when you feel I should be here for eight hours on my feet, my back, my everything else, while you're sitting chilling, eating, snacking, you know, and you want to pay me a hundred dollars, yeah, find no. someone else to do it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, yes, yeah, so you have to just be like, no, you know, you have to know when to say no because mm-hmm. it's gonna something else is gonna come back around that was better than you wasting your time mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love that saying. It's like your yes has no power unless you learn to say no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because then, then you're just a yes man or a yes woman, sure. and people yep. will take advantage, and people will. You won't have business. So you you have to be able to say no in order for you guys to have some power mm-hmm. behind it. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember that part. So, so so for me, like I say now, now with the security field, uh, what I love about it is you gonna pay me my money that night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what, when they get paid. And, 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 and whatever <laughs> thing I do. If there's one I thing I do, that you gotta get like, prepaid for. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, so most so most clients will pay before, but of course some because they want to make sure you're a good security guard. They don't want to pay mm-hmm. you that money and you just out here doing what I was doing back in like New Year's party at fucking Eric's way back then. <laughs> just fucking opening the door, no more people, but I see baddies or something. I'm just, oh, oh, yeah. You know, you know, no, like you gotta be that guy, so so you know, I don't that Eric's or trends, uh, Eric's. This so is back, back in high school. school years, oh, right? okay, I was gonna say, what back in the back in Vietnam. Too. Let's be honest, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> he got a little bit of the LA baddies out there, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. Anywho, so, um. But the one thing I would like to say, because I, I, I do remember this one time, it, it was not a payment, but it was about uh, not showing up on time. So this is this is where I, I kind of want to segment off to for, for all three of you. What do you do if a person is really late to a specific session or appointment and lacks the communication? So you have the late person. Is that something, do you cut off a person that's late and they lack the communication? Or even if they do have the communication and they're consistently late, is that somebody you cut off or is that somebody you try to work with? So I'll let you lead off with that. Um, It depends on the relationship with that person for me. Um, Like I have clients, I had a client particularly, um, she was like, I would come to her and she was late. So that's the problem. (laughs) 
number one. <laughs> and so, you know, and it's always like, oh, I'm sorry, or oh, traffic. But it's like, if you're trying to get to work, you know what time you need to leave. You know, we, we know these things, you know. So people will just try to play with your time. But then that's when you kind of have to put your foot down. And so I give everybody a 15-minute grace period. Then I'll reach out, you know, because things do happen. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not responding or you respond, I might give you five more minutes and I'll just leave. Like... And it's okay, and we don't have to do business anymore. But, you know, if it was something, like, to that point, then it's like, okay, maybe. Or if I have one of those days where I'm, like, kind of short, I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, let yeah, me do yeah, yeah. <laughs> In this bitch so, yeah. <laughs> But I'm going to still be, you know, you're not going to know. Like, it was yeah. one of those hurting days. It was, it's just going to be like, all right, look, moving forward, this is what it is, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. So how? Well, this is this is more like me as a person than it's even like as a business person. I hate tardiness. I think it's one of the most disrespectful things. I like I I don't know like where it comes from, but like I get like life happens, so I get the humans out of it. Like if you're five or ten minutes late, I get it. Cool, like life happens, but like when you're constantly late to something, like it's a fifth session with me, and you're constantly late. That just tells me you don't value the time that we have. Mm-hmm. Like you just think like, oh, like I'm not taking this serious. Mm-hmm. And I have friends that I'm not close with anymore because they're always late. Or whenever we we schedule or do something, like they're wasting my time. Like um, it's one of those things to where just yeah, I'm not a fan. And yeah. I, I, it's not, I, I, I've worked on and gotten better with, but still, like that's one of those things that would put me in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. Like if someone's really really late, or like they don't like, or they don't communicate. Mm-hmm. Cause they're being late and like saying it, hey, I'm gonna be late. Cool, thank you. But there's late of just being like not even saying a text and like not even like calling or saying, hey, like I'm gonna run ten or fifteen minutes late. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm just like, okay, like you just don't value my time. Mm-hmm. And it throws the rest of your time. day off. Yeah, too. Mm-hmm. it throws my day off. It just throws off like, okay, like I could have done this or I could have done mm-hmm. that. No, so yeah, I'm not a fan. I fired my jam. And that that's the one dude that when I threw the deposit down he was like, Oh, let me make sure I got my shit. I'm like, Okay, yeah, yeah see. <laughs> yeah, because I told because uh, I, I gave him an opportunity for like a special he he had uh booked and then like uh twice, two two weekends yeah. in a row. I'm like I'm like, look man, like this is the second time, so like this next time you need to put down a deposit in order for you to have this spot. Yeah. And and, and if, like if you don't then uh you know kick rock, sorry. Yeah. Um and so like uh he that's when he was like, Okay, I'm not gonna, you know, schedule him. Yeah. Okay. Then I don't gotta worry about you because now I'm I'm ready for you. Like, yeah. like, like I'm ready. I'm I, like, like you said, seriousness. It's like if yeah. you don't bring seriousness to the table, I'm not. Like, what makes you think I want to take this serious? Exactly. Like, you know, if I'm if I'm here, I'm present. I'm putting my time and energy, and you're not reciprocating. It's reciprocation mm-hmm. is big for me. Like, yeah. if, if if you're five ten. If, if you're five minutes late, cool. Ten minutes is like getting to where, like, okay, now, like, we gotta, I, I gotta manipulate my fucking my my plan in order to accommodate your tardiness, and like, that's where it starts getting like frustrating mm-hmm. because like I'm here ready to go, and you're not reciprocating the the, the value or the, the seriousness of it, and so like that, that's where it's like, like if you like, I'll just stop being serious. I'll just yeah. stop. I'll, mm-hmm. Like I'll tell them, I'm like, look, I'm not having fun. So, right. I, like, I don't know if you want to, 
if you if you want to have fun, we can have fun. But like, if you don't want to make this fun, you want to make this strictly that like just just like here for fucking business, and that's how it's gonna be. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> he's gonna be a good no. dad. And like, it's funny because like my I have, I have a five minute client, and I have no issue waking up for that client. I have no issue like going to that session. I have fun with it because like that person is engaged. Like I know they're gonna be there. I know they're gonna have a good attitude about it. Yeah. So it's like that makes it fun for me. It's like I look forward to that. Yeah. But like I've had five million clients where like they're like fifteen minutes late, twenty minutes late, and I'm just like, okay, well, no, like this is what we have to do. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. almost makes me feel like I'm throwing like an inner. I have to. I had to learn how to throw tantrums in silence. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and here's the beautiful. Like, no, it's funny, it's funny you said that. Here's the beautiful thing is because Shiloh, you are a great example of that. Is oh, no, no, like, and because you've seen both sides of it. What is the difference between when you communicate with me and you don't communicate with me? Uh huh. When you come and get with me in a session, what's the difference? Uh, a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the reason why I was, I was going to touch on that for myself. And the reason why this question came about, good people, is because, um, unfortunately, everybody, I'm that guy that's that's late. We're humans, though. We have yeah. our flaws. Yeah, yeah, but I'm usually that guy. You guys can attest to it. Even though I try, I pray to God and everything. No, and then I, uh, like, I, I told this to him, and I told this to Eric. Yeah, you did re- You did reassure me that he has gotten better. That, no, like, <laughs> no, no, like, he's yeah. gotten a lot better. Because Eric, no, Eric and him have both said, like, yeah, like, he's, like he's bad, but I'm like, honestly, like, yeah, no, he was. But, like, I just, like when me and him were training, like, I'd be like, dude, I don't care. Whatever reason you have... Let me know. Like, if you tell me at 9.30, hey, I'm not going to be there. Like, I'm going to run a little bit late. Cool. Guess what? I can go to the gas station and grab something that I want to grab real quick mm-hmm. and save some time. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, cool, I can go talk to this person and I can answer a question or keep this person a little bit longer. But, like, when you just show up at freaking 10, 12, and with no text or no call, and I'm just sitting there waiting, like, <laughs> yeah, we know you had the whole drive over Yeah. I've, you and know, that's where, like you said, the relationships matter. Yeah. Like, because he's like our brother. It's mm-hmm. like a different. It's like it's like one of those things. But if it's just like a rando, it's just right. like it's like okay, man. Like, <laughs> but it's, like you know, it's brotherly love. Like you know, and we're learning, and growing from each other. So that's why, yeah. like you know, you, when you did reassure me that I was okay, like I'll take your word for it because, yeah. like you know, like and then like and it's just holding each other accountable. Exactly. Like I'm not perfect. Exactly. Like I'm not perfect at all. Like you know, they've had to check me in certain things mm-hmm. as well. But it's just that. But that's the beauty of. That's how you grow. Of this, yeah. And that and that's that when in the entrepreneurial world too, like it's like having that accountability or having that group. It takes a it takes a village in a lot of ways, especially with connections and things like that. Like and uh for people to see from the outside in and like tell you because like that's what's good about my girl she she'll she'll tell me straight up like if I haven't done shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like sitting there, I'm like pondering, like, damn, I <laughs> like she's like I like because I, I was coming out of like school eight months right complacent I was I was like I knew like exactly how much money I was in, in taking and shit and then like I took on this opportunity of moving into a place and I had to come up with a lot of money and I'm sitting there in my own head and I'm like holy fuck dude I haven't done shit for eight months like what am I doing I haven't even set myself up and I'm sitting there she sees me all fucking manic and she's just like do you want the truth mm. and I'm like close the door and I'm like please <laughs> and then so like but like that though like circling back to the the topic is that um having the people around us that show us that love of, of tough love 
mm-hmm. is where like you know you grow and then look at look at where you're at now you're on time with a lot of things you're fucking you're doing more now than you were before we started this and i don't know if you've seen that or noticed that but yeah. i have you know yeah so yeah and 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 again Thank you guys. You know, good, good good observation is key. And like I said, I I believe my viewpoint also is for the is for the the customers out there. That, that, that like I said, we all need to get checked, no matter who it is, no matter who it's by. But I don't know for you, I don't know for you guys probably, but you know everybody has siblings and or you have people that that, that you care about greatly. It's one thing when a stranger checks you, but it's another when your brother or sister or somebody that you're close to checks you. Because then there's that sense of, like, you're, you guys are my brothers. When you look at me in the eyes and say, hey, bro, like, this isn't cool, man. Like, you, you got to reach out to me. Like, out of all people, you should know to do these things. A stranger, I have to tell a stranger, I got I to gotta do this. As my boy, as my friend, as my somebody that I call dearly, you should know, gang. So I should I shouldn't have to teach game to somebody that's been playing with me my whole life. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You shouldn't have to teach people in your circle that. So when I got checked, I yeah. Oh, so maybe you can attest to this. Family can be the worst client. I was gonna say. Yeah, that. family can yeah. be the worst clients. Like, yeah, like my mom's been here since I was born. Like, mm-hmm. she's always told me she's like, family's the worst clients, yeah. man. And they get into the chair and they're just like, <laughs> and <laughs> and so like yeah. So um, I was gonna say like you know. Um, you could probably attest to that. Yeah, absolutely. I do agree that um, everything's going to mostly come from strangers, you know, people that you don't know. And also, even in your friends, I've had to kind of separate myself because I think different now. I don't think, I don't, I don't have time to just sit on the phone and hear what he didn't do or what your baby daddy said and why you got hit. And I don't have that kind of time anymore. I love you, but my mind is someplace else. So you have to know when to cut the cord of people, you know, you can bring them up with you later if they've grown, but if not, you have to be around like-minded people. So I think the um, uh, thing that you said when they come and correct you, you know, even though it's constructive criticism, you guys are all like-minded, you know, you guys all want, you know, the business. But now if someone just say from the hospital told you something, you may not take it Mm. in the same way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's the difference. And even though it could be the same message, for sure, like, you know, you could be learning that same lesson, like the person checking you at the hospital, but it's like that influence from your brothers or from your, you know, your family, your circle and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so. I, and, and and to touch on this lastly, before we transition to question number two, well, actually question number three, we just out here questions everywhere. Um, <laughs> but I had a late situation with you that after after my lateness and like i said i woke up late i texted you and everything else you said you're late you're like okay you know we're gonna reschedule for next time etc um i then realized my next time you asked for a deposit Mm -hmm. afterwards so that was my check because you're so nice you're one of those people (laughs) that a man can come to you it don't matter where you're from from the street from d street san bernardino (laughs) to redlands you kind of play it don't matter you're going to show everybody that same love and then that if a person messes up, like I said, even though we had that relationship, you told me in a professional manner that set the tone. Mm-hmm. Now there's a deposit, sir. Mm-hmm. That's all I needed to know. That's when I knew I, I really messed up. And like I said, sometimes I'll, I'll even text her in the morning. I'll like, that alarm was set. I'll <laughs> Alarms. <laughs> I mean, I'll be texting her while driving sometimes. Like, hey, can't wait to see you yeah. on the way over. You know, like, just, hey, can't wait to see you. Right, right. <laughs> Exclamation. <Yeah. laughs> 
My talk to text, man. I'm uh, I'm I'm big on that. So that's why if anybody gets a text from me and you see a few words all jumbled around, talk to text. Yeah. I used to have all the time at the fans football group message. <laughs> <laughs> I would be the same random stuff and he'd be like, Oh my bad. <laughs> I have a little correction. Yeah. Uh, I love the swipe texting. I swipe yes, text. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so question number three, everybody. What if a client is not happy about the service that you provided? What would you do? Um, if it's hair, I would, well, before I get started, sometimes I'll ask them, like, do you like this? Before we even be five hours in, that's too long. Um, but if, you know, at the end they didn't like it, I would ask them, what is it that they don't like? You know, I would try to just see what it is. But if they, because there's some people that will really like it, but say they don't like it because they really never had the money, you know, the full amount to pay you. Um, so, you know, it's just kind of like note to self. That was my blessing to them. And that's how I just will look at it. Like, I'm not going to worry about it. But if it's someone um, like with the T-shirts or something, I had to learn to stop putting my input in it and just do what the client wants. Because I'm always like, well, what about, you know, um, but if they didn't like it, I would just ask them, you know, before you go to social media or wherever, allow me to make it right. You know, and I'm not going to charge you to redo it. If it was my error and I messed up or it was something you didn't like, let me fix it. It's, I mean, it's communication is everything. And I think it's that simple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, I'm really, really big on like having a good channel of feedback. So whenever I get any new client, um, I always tell them like, hey, when I ask you questions, doesn't it to make me feel good about myself or like it's not a test. Mm-hmm. It's like it's, it's, it's for me to understand you and get to know you to know what's working for you and what's not working for you because I don't want you to come in here for an hour and do stuff that doesn't feel good or doesn't that you don't feel like it's beneficial. So like me communicating and asking questions, mm-hmm. like I need you to be honest with me. Like if something doesn't feel right or if you if you if you're not liking it, like tell me. I'm not here I'm not here for my feelings to feel good. Like I'm here to help you. So I'm I feel like for me to get to that point, it has to be a lot because I try to do a good job of having that channel of like, okay, hey, this is uh, how are we going about this, or how how is it going for you? And usually they give me good feedback. If they don't like it, they'll tell me I make adjustments. Um, mm-hmm. If it's just like a difficult client to like, they're really really hard to not make happy. I kind of look at them and I'm just like, okay, what do they want? Let me see if I can refer to somebody that I feel like maybe a little bit more their style or mm-hmm. more their personality. Because I'm gonna be honest, like, I'm not the perfect trainer. Yeah, my style is probably different to other someone's. So maybe. They're not the fit for me, but hey, let me go ahead and put them with somebody mm-hmm. because at least if I'd rather them go with somebody else and say, hey, John didn't work out with me, but he did refer me to somebody that was a lot more beneficial for me mm-hmm. than me just trying to get money from them and burn it out and not having the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, referring out yeah. to yeah. Very yeah. mature. Yeah. Very mature, not, not yeah. selfish. Yeah. Um, hmm. I would say for me and my services, um, it's not necessarily people don't tell me that like they didn't like it. It's more of just they're like, oh, yeah, it's cool. Like, cause I have massage, I do massage mm-hmm. therapy, and so it's like there's times where I was like, yeah, I was not fucking good. Uh. I didn't, I didn't like, <laughs> it. and then like they're like, oh yeah, I feel good. And I'm like, I feel fucking good. <laughs> the fuck, I feel fucking good. Like, right. You only feel good. I'm just kidding, but like, no, but like, uh, and then there's other times where I'm like. Like, I didn't think that I did, like, as best as I could, maybe. And then they get off the table like a brand new fucking person. That's like, 
And so mm-hmm. like I had to really learn that some people aren't just in the same wavelength of reception. Mm-hmm. Like they can't receive my work the same as others. And you know, and I've noticed that with massage therapy being very personal and very intimate, um, at least for me, like, cause I, I'm very intuitive. I get very like, uh, in the zone when I, when I do certain things. And so like when they're not in the zone and when they're not receptive, I could feel that mm-hmm. or like, and then it kind of, I could feel the blockage or I could feel these things. So like when they get off the table, I've learned to, I've learned to, um, kind of force, foresee if they're going to be like, Oh yeah, that was cool. That was whatever. Or if they're going to get off the table, be like, wow, like that was, I feel freaking amazing. And so like that right there, I don't, I don't know if I've really ever experienced of like having to tell people like, Oh, like, well, let me like, I'll make it up to you or whatever. Usually they'll, they'll either come back. I have a good retention rate with them or they just kind of fall off and you know, they're not really serious about it. Mm-hmm. Um, for my other services for like personal training wise, um, I feel like I've had good retention on, on clients. It's just life, like life circumstances gets in the way and they like have to, you know, stop training or whatever. But usually I have good feedback. Um, I know, I think I know more where I can like, um, do better, um, without them even giving me feedback too. Cause I'm very like hyper analytical about myself. So mm-hmm. it's like, I'm always trying to like, just be better, be better, be better within mm-hmm. myself. And so I, I take like little subtlety feedbacks, like, and I ask for feedback here and there too, but I've noticed like people are just like, oh yeah, like it's like the feedback's whatever. But I I have to learn how to take feedback in the subtle ways mm-hmm. um, and like really be a detective and, and, you know, learn those things. And so like that, that's the, that's the type of mindset that I've kind of developed for like my services is like, not everyone's going to be pleased. Not everyone's going to like be happier and be able to receive what I have. But I'm still, I still have to keep myself in the mindset of that I'm worth that. I'm valuable mm-hmm. enough and like, and, and things like that. So it's kind of like, um, the, uh, the playing field of, um, am I good enough? And then it's like, yeah, you are motherfucker. Well, that's why you're here. Right, exactly. So it's like, that's where I pretty much have developed that within that, um, realm of my services. So. Hmm. I like that guys. I like that. So you guys are whole bunch of knowledgeable entrepreneurs here. I'm out here learning something new, baby. Yeah, I, I like, but keep that putting me on game. And now, of course, real quick, I want to tie. I want to tie into this before the very last one. Um, so, of course, we talk about you know those clients late, the payments, etc. I, I want to talk about the bright spots. You know, the testimonies, the good things. You know, what what it what is in your eyes? the most beneficial part about being an entrepreneur to your community, meaning does it to see in a person's face when their hair is done? Is it the money? What is it that gives you that everyday get up to continue to service people? And, and like I said, and what are some things that have happened to you? Like those happy moments, like I said, that, that, that have really brought you to where you are today. Um, for me, it's, it is money, but that's not the reason why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, it is seeing other people happy. Other, um, if it's their hair, if it's their, you know, a shirt or some type of, it's the joy of them receiving whatever it was that. Because it's like, I did that. I was able to make them, you know, make their day or make them feel special or something. So for me, that's everything, and that's why I'm a, I'm an empath. Mm-hmm. you know sidebar but um so i'm like you i'm like i read the room and just not even on purpose it's just you can kind of like feel when someone's energy is off or whatever so even sometimes i'll maybe get clients that come in 
and I can already know they're having a bad day, you know? So it's mm. like, okay, we're not going to, I'm going to just already, you know, normally I just hand you the remote, but I'm like, nah, let me put on some music just to kind of like let them decompress. You know, I may give them like a little scalp massage, just something like, mm-hmm. just to kind of like take the edge off. And then by the end, you know, they're feeling good or they're open or they're talking. Mm-hmm. And that's for me, that's everything is just making someone feel good. Mm. Yeah. I'll piggyback real quick off of that because it's like the same thing with massage therapy is people will come in high strung, Mm -hmm. stressed out, like literally like I've had people in just tears before even starting Mm -hmm. and them to walk out just like, like they're like, I almost feel kind of high. Yeah. Like it's like that right there. I'm like, I was able to reel someone in, Mm -hmm. bring them down to a baseline and then bring them back up. Mm hmm. And for me to be able to to do that is just like so rewarding because, and then it's all walks of life too. Like people like have different, um, you know, issues they're dealing with. So like, I'll get people that like, I have a client, a long-term client that's been battling with, um, cancer and and things like that. And, um, I'm able to help him along his process Mm -hmm. and that right Mm -hmm. there, like, I already know, like, I'm like, damn, this whoever fucking goes, I'm, I'm going to be a mess. Like, and it's like, but it's like, it's like, it's, you develop those relationships with those people. And that's what keeps me going is being mm-hmm. able to like, know that like, I've be, been able to help so many people with my gift in like being able to just give and give and give and give, it gives back to me. Mm-hmm. That's why it's, it's like the, re, it's a, it's a reward of like, of knowing that you just did that for that person like you're able to like and it, it it gets it gets rough man especially when you're an empath like you'll you'll just like not taking on people's stuff is, is very crucial being being able to protect your own energy but be able to guide them as well is, is something like it's a gift that you have to develop and so um that right there is just like one of the main reasons why i do it mm, like that deal like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's changing so much because like I look at personal training. It's funny. I just uh, reached out to a couple of old clients um, to see if they could do some reviews for me. And I'm just trying to get my testimonials all set because I'm, I'm moving mm-hmm. uh, gyms. Like, want to want to have like a new like binder for testimonials. And it was funny because I reached out to probably like ten people, and I got like five texts back from people that were like, "Oh, like hey, I was just about to reach out to you. Like, I want to get started back up." Mm-hmm. So it's kind of bittersweet because like. You're like, refer out, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, been, I've been trying. I've been trying to be yeah, like that. My people that, um, yeah, that they wanted to send, like they wanted to start back up. And then when I told them, like uh, I was like leaving, they were like, "Oh, well, like I'm happy for you. Like that's really good. Like I, you know, like I really appreciate everything you did for me. Like you really helped me uh, get more comfortable. Like that was a big thing of like feel more comfortable and like more like." Um, just better like about being in the gym mm-hmm. and so for stuff like that like that's really really important um the money side of it i always i always look at it as i like i think we all understand like money is what it, it makes us able to do this mm-hmm. so i look at it as like if i'm making money then i'm going to be able to give more mm-hmm. and that's my mindset of it is like and i and i preach this with you two it's like i want this podcast to be good and i want to grow because the more we grow it, the more opportunity. So the more money, the more opportunity, the more network we're gonna be able to do, the more we're gonna be able to share. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the exciting part for me. That's the part I get to enjoy is like, 
the idea of being able to do more. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like the money's great, but I don't like, if I want to do, I could go work a job and make the same amount of money I do right now, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit less, and just do that nine to five that was about the money. Me, like I want to like keep doing bigger and bigger things. So like this is like right here what we're doing, like is just a part where I get to enjoy it because I know if we keep stacking and keep stacking, like we're gonna get more and more opportunities to speak to people like you. Mm-hmm. And that's the exciting part for me. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say like, and just for the, the reaction, the network that you build with people, like I very much value relationships. And when you get to meet people, you get to hear stories like yours, where you learn about people's ideas, you learn about their experiences, um, their aspirations, how it used to like get motivated you earlier. Like that's what I want to be around. I really want to be around people that like want to do stuff, that want to create stuff, that mm-hmm. want to like want to do great things. And so when I get to work with clients that achieve their goals and they want to do more, mm-hmm. that's a rewarding part, part for me. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. I love, I love these three. I'll tell y'all right, right now. <laughs> I love these three, man. Surrounded by blessings of a people. So real quick with the last one, with that being said, with this scenario based, everybody, what is one thing? Wrap this up. What is one thing uh, you wish you knew when you first started this thing out? So if you go, if you can go back to when you first started this journey, what is one thing that you'll tell yourself or one thing you wish you knew, miss? Yeah, I know this question is coming. <laughs> I, I told you my brain is rolling. No one I can't remember. Go ahead, Jennifer. I'll get started. Um, and it kind of, no, and it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Um, in this past three, almost four years, I would say my mindset when I first started was very, very competitive, and like I had to do what other people were doing was to be successful. So in my mind, it was like looking at what everyone else, specifically were in my, in my environment, what they were doing and trying to do some form of that to what I thought would make me successful or what would make me money. And the more and more I've been there, the more and more I kind of saw through it and I was like, okay, maybe these people aren't making the money they're saying they're doing, or maybe like this isn't working the way that they said they would. And for me, it's like kind of getting regrounded to being more myself again, to being authentic, being but I want to be what I want to push out. And so I would say like starting out wise, like you're going to have a lot of people in your ear there could be a lot of people that are going to tell you how to do this or how to do that, or that you should do this or you should do that. And I always say, like, trust your gut, trust your instinct on what you want to do. And if you're going to stumble, you're going to stumble. Mm-hmm. But it's for a reason. Mm-hmm. Not, it's not because you just did wrong or it's because you're not, this isn't for you. You're going to stumble because you have to go through that lesson. Mm-hmm. So I would say just when you start out, um, be true to who you are. Be authentic. Um, create the vision that you want to create. Um, try to I always say take advice because advice is good. It gives you perspective. I do say advice gives you perspective on stuff, but you don't have to like go full 100% like, oh, I, this person said this, so I need to do this 100%. Mm-hmm. I think just being grounded, being who you are and what you want to put out, I think that'd be the biggest thing I would say to myself starting out is just try to be as true as you can to yourself as possible mm-hmm. with your business and what you want to put out. Got you. There we go. Okay. Um, I would piggyback off of you. Um, take advice from the right people. Yeah. Um, because it's kind of hard for someone that's not doing it to tell me what I need to be doing. And mm-hmm. that's the person I'm listening to because then I get nowhere. Um, so it does take money to make money, mm-hmm. I believe. Yes. Um, you have to invest in yourself. You have to invest back into your business, you know. Um, and so I would tell myself, 
if I started, like he said, don't try to see what's out there and just feel like it's going to happen for you overnight. You have to give yourself grace, you know, and that's their journey because everybody will come out and say they have a blueprint. You are your blue. You are the blueprint. You know, mm. you're your blueprint. We're, we all are our mm -hmm. own, you know. And when I do and when I am able to teach others, one thing, like you said, I'm going to be true to myself. I'm going to be true to them because that's what I know. That's something that I embody. You know, I, I'm big on integrity. Mm. And so I'm not going to, you know, if I tell you, OK, this course example is like three hundred dollars, then in that three hundred dollars, I'm going to what do they say? Like an over promise, but under deliver or over whichever way it is. But mm -hmm. I'm going to give you your value i'm gonna give you more and then if you have questions i'm here call me ask me you know but some people they just will cut you off or they just you know just about the dollar amount and so yeah so i would just say give yourself grace and be yourself mm. as well mm. i love that loaded question so i have two maybe three things um we'll slice them down i would say the first one being is there is an abundance of resources so getting out of the mindset of lack and desperation would be one of my biggest ones um, not limiting yourself because you feel limited uh, you have to change your belief system on that um, and then the, the second thing when organization because I'm so like I want to do everything, do everything. And I have like 20 notebooks that are like halfway full. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> like, and it's like, if I were to just tell myself, like, organize, compartmentalize, and make sure you got your everything, like, cause like, you'll just get lost in your own sauce. Mm -hmm. And it's real hard to like, be like, whoa, where do I go now? Like with it. So it's like organization and getting out of the, the mindset of lack and desperation, because then you start, you might, you make desperate moves you don't, you, you fold for people and things like that. And so, but those were all things that I, like were my learning lessons within the entrepreneur, like, uh, um, you know, lifestyle. And so like that one right there would be like my two for um, telling myself. Stop being a bitch. No, <laughs> I love that guys. I, I love that. To say this. Scared money don't make no money. That's true. <laughs> Very true. That's yes. Facts. Well, everybody, this is, the first extended podcast uh, in regards to the special guests. I, I've i let this thing run. This was a hashtag no cap type of podcast. Anything that wanted to be said was said, is said. But before we close this out, everybody, we're going to do something that is going to be for every special guest moving forward. It's going to be a nice little closing monologue. And I have one thing for you, which is, you know, what is... What is your message you would like to tell the people? You know, what is one thing, if not whatever comes to your mind? What would you like to tell the people here to close this out? Um, believe in yourself, invest in yourself, trust yourself, um, and don't let no one tell you that you can't do something that you know you want to do. Just take a chance on yourself. Mm. Mm. Well, I, I feel right, people. I feel right. <laughs> So now, everybody, this is going to be that closing segment. Everybody likes it. It is now the gift time for the special guest. I'm kind of dumb now, though. <laughs> <laughs> you'll see why. <laughs> you're, all like, you're all like, ugh. Well, then, um, if you made John, it's going to be all right, right in there inside of my lovely yep. Yeah. Yes, indeedy. So all, all of it will be for the ladies. So I'll try to get up. Ugh. 
another thing like you said Shiloh is for the children so I hop for kids I know the kids eat free one of those days I don't don't ask me how I know that deal I just know (laughs) (laughs) yep and the Starbucks yep because you you need that you need that there we go. Thank you. Like apple I said, she cider. did say she liked that apple yes, cider. Yes, so yes, yes. I had to slide it. Yes. Yes. And and usually our guests <laughs> gonna get some form of a bottle. You know, I like to hand out liquor. I Wasn't on the menu for today. And as always, the one that made the shirt. And I like that. She's on the menu. So now it is all yours. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Like I said, we we just all about spoiling, showing love back to the people. I appreciate it. And there you go. Thank you. (laughs) Apple cider. Yep, Mm -hmm. she got her cup. That's That's a beautiful. That's a beautiful. Kind of like (laughs) this is not done, (laughs) but hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's good. Let's see. Even I'm excited. I'm all like, what we got here? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, like when she said that, I was like, ah. Oh. Mm, thank you. Oh, uh, what flavors? It's something like, oh yeah, whiskey, whiskey and lemon. Smoke. Yeah, I was like, that's an interesting. Whiskey yeah. smoke. So the last yes. gift was a candle. So again, yes. the candle lady got all types of inspirations right. and love. And it came back. I have something for you guys as well. Ooh. Oh, hold so, on. Hold <laughs> on. So flat twist. I appreciate you guys for having me on the show. Thank and you thank you. Um, so this is for your business oh, to wow. grow. So it's a keychain. So if you guys are out and about and talking, you guys can just have them um, scan your QR That's code if you don't have time or whatever. And then it'll take them right to where you are so they can follow you. Thank That's you. awesome. This is a, this is the new wave QR codes, man. It really is. Yeah. Oh my yeah. Oh my yes. god. That's amazing. This is <laughs> nice. That's so cool. Yeah. Thank you. Lord knows I have so much keys. <laughs> Oh, no, awesome. this is thank you. Yeah. So thank if it's whatever they can DM you or you know, however, it's just much Well you know how many people like, like I get that are just like they're QR people, so if I do that they'll go right to it. Mm-hmm. People are lazy now. Like if I say like, oh yeah, it's this, they won't type it in. They'll be like, okay, we'll look it up later. Right. Yeah. And just <laughs> watch them. Like, yeah. <laughs> the the um, attention spans now yeah. is is that people don't want to read, you know, it's like the, it's real quick, 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 yeah. quick attention span. So it's like a quick QR code, boom, on our way. Yeah. So thank you so much. Yeah. Thank, awesome. you. Thank, you. thank you. This is a blessing. This was. So everybody, the extended, ascended cast, if you would, we, we have officially hit an hour and 30. <laughs> like I said, this is the extended, ascended cast. Everyone, I thank you for all the viewers, all the listeners here that have 
rode with us through this journey. This is one of my biggest blessings here just in regards to, again, this is what the cast, this is what we're making it to be. Giving it to voice of every single person within the IE or all over that your voice wouldn't be heard elsewhere. We're getting you out there so more people can show, share the love and also receive the love. So again, from Shiloh, Matthew, John, and Tish, <laughs> we thank you all. God bless, and have a good one. There we go. <laughs>